the key is to feel better about what you're doing and whatever you're doing the doing remember it doesn't matter it's how you feel so focusing on your feeling first and if you're feeling off fix that first hello and welcome to episode 20 of get the idea podcast I know I talk a lot on this podcast about taking action and getting out of your head and moving on with things, but I want you to also know that actively choosing to do nothing is also taking action and really important when it comes to navigating the ebbs and flows of the creative process and the ebbs and flows of life in general as life is a creative process in and of itself. I think we've been conditioned to always be in this doing mode, so much so we can oftentimes feel guilty when we stop. And it's actually challenging to do nothing. By doing nothing, I mean being in the present moment connected to the now and not in distraction mode. Because sometimes we think we're resting and doing nothing, but what we're actually doing is distracting ourselves. So I want you to notice when you stop, what do you do? For a lot of us now, we stop and we go online or we eat and and then what? You know, even watching movies or reading a book is taking us elsewhere. When was the last time you truly stopped and took a look around and observed something beautiful in the moment? I think people who make creativity part of their lives, people who value creativity, make this not doingness and this necessary part of their lives because they know that they need this in order to feel inspired. For me, being in nature and moving my body really inspires ideas and creativity. And when I'm doing too much, when I'm in that mode a lot, which I have been recently actually, um, I live in the city and haven't been out in nature as much as I'd like to be. I've definitely felt more stuck. Remember that creativity and inspiration is in our blood. It's who we are. We are creators. It literally flows out of us when we're open and when we're aligned. If it's not flowing, then we know we're blocked in some way. And usually it's because we're in doing mode rather than being mode. To just clarify that a little bit, what that feels like. For me, doing mode is very heady. It's very cognitive. It's very brain thinking orientated, even action orientated. You know, it's that masculine energy, that focus. And then being mode is very much more feminine energy. It's very in the body. It's heart centered rather than head centered. It's more open. And it's more of a letting go energy. And, you know, we can't be in that state all the time. Well, we can choose to be, but then we need that masculine and energy and doing mode to drive our projects forward and to create things. So we need both. It's a dance between the two. And then when we can recognize that this is a dance and we can learn how to work with the energies, we can keep ourselves open and then we're able to keep the momentum going and then what starts to happen is what we used to perceive as being stuck we recognize it for what it is which is just this feeling where we probably need to 
stop and reflect and let go a little bit more and just allow for that feminine energy to move in until the feeling of stuckness shifts. See, we don't have to necessarily force our way out of feeling stuck. A lot of the time, we can just recognize it for what it is and just allow space for that energy to move. I think we get into trouble when we attach to the doing mode way too much. And a lot of the time, we're afraid to let go of the doing because it often feels like we're losing something or we're going backwards or in a lot of cases that we're failing. But this is just an illusion because often when we let go, we come back to a way more connected feeling and we can come back being more focused than we were before. So it's really about learning how to ride these waves. Talking of waves, creativity definitely comes in waves, as does life. For me, when I feel stuck or I'm struggling, I'm so used to and I have such strong awareness now of these waves that I'm actually able to get excited when I feel stuck because I know that when I'm stuck, it's my body asking me to slow down, asking me to reflect and I know that I'm close to a breakthrough because whenever I come out of period of being stuck, I come out on the other side and I'm a lot more energized and yeah, there's something quite interesting that happens for me on the other side of that stuck and stagnant feeling. And pushing and moving through to the other side, back to this place of reconnection and creativity, only happens when I really let go and allow myself to be in that stuck place for a little bit. And the key is to ride it out and be okay with it. Be okay with taking a step back. Be okay with letting go of things for a little bit. Because at the end of the day, we're working with energy and energy is elusive. It comes and it goes, as does inspiration. You know, as much as we'd like to control it and rely upon it, we can't. We have no control. But what we do have control over is our dedication to the thing that we're creating and a dedication to ourselves. We can control and honor ourselves by showing up and that's what I mean when I talk about the doing and to keep going it's more about showing up in that space and being open if when you show up on any given day in that space and you're open and you're not as productive as you'd like to be just recognize that even the word productive in and of itself is very masculine it's very doing so we can very easily judge if we're not productive as it being a failed day or a failed um, or a waste of time, you know, calling it a waste of time as well. It's just like, you know, give it a rest. We've got to give ourselves a break. We're constantly judging. We're constantly evaluating. We're looking at our lives and evaluating, was that worthy of my time, you know, is this thing worthy of me even doing anymore? And again, that that keeps us stuck too. So a bit of advice when you're going through a phase of stuckness. First of all, like I said, be okay with doing nothing. In fact, actively doing nothing 
and seeing what happens is part of the process. If you struggle to do nothing, if you struggle to be still, I would recommend experimenting with some meditation or with some breath work. And if you find it hard to sit down and meditate, which most people do if they don't have a regular practice, myself included, you know, I went on a 10-day Vipassana meditation. I spent 10 years being a yoga teacher. It still doesn't come easy to me to meditate daily in terms of an active meditation. But what I have developed over the years is a practice of mindfulness. And that's very different. It's almost like I've done enough yoga and meditation over the years that I'm able to be a little bit more in the present moment. I'm more aware of my energy. So I'm able to stop. I'm able to reflect. I'm able to be more mindful in the daily, everyday practices I do and not too much in my head. But, you know, you can experiment with more of a structured meditation practice. And that can come in the form of, you know, you can listen to guided meditations online. You can just put some music on and set a timer and close your eyes and focus on your breath. Know that when the thoughts come into your head, that you're never going to eliminate your thoughts completely. And meditation is not about clearing the mind so you're not thinking of anything It's about not attaching to the thoughts that come up in your mind and getting carried away with them. So it's a case of just becoming more of the observer, more of like noticing what's filling up your headspace on any given day. So headspace is another one. You probably heard of that. It's an app that you can use. So you can use things. There are tools that you can use to help you be more present and to help you with your meditation practice. If you're not really a meditator, you find it too difficult or too confronting because that's the thing as well. When you have a lot going on in your mind or if you are an overthinker, it can be a lot to force yourself to sit down and try and detach from the thoughts. It can be really overwhelming. So I would actually recommend either developing a yoga practice so you're focusing on the body. When you're focusing on the body, it encourages you well, you have to connect with your breath. So it will encourage you to be in the present moment just through that practice. And breath work is another one. So again, there are plenty of YouTube videos and apps that you can use to start doing breath work. There are so many teachers out there and so many techniques. So it's about finding one that you find accessible and finding one that's right, the right fit for you. And you can do some breath work. And the powerful thing about breath work is it has the capacity to change the state of how you feel very, very quickly. So if you are feeling in a bit of a rut, if you can't slow down the thoughts in your mind, if you're unable to settle and be still, doing just five minutes, even less in some cases, there's a there's a breath work technique that I'll put in the show notes, actually. I can put a couple in the show notes so that you can you can try them out, but there's some techniques you can do and very, very quickly, it can calm the body, um, calm the nervous system, rid the body of stress hormones, activate the parasympathetic nervous system. We've got the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. The sympathetic nervous system is when we're in fight or flight mode. 
it's within our being for when we evolve when we used to have to run being chased by a tiger um so now we don't have that but we can get stressed and that part of our nervous system will kick in when we're perceiving threats such as if we've got a hard deadline at work if we've had an argument with our partner if we're worried about money all of these things can trigger us into fight or flight mode so breathing exercises can really calm that and it can create that space it can create that stillness in the mind and it can allow us just to realign and reconnect with ourselves so that we can be okay again with doing nothing be okay again with sitting with ourselves another one is from a meditation perspective you know it's just as calming for the brain to do observation meditation so that could be as simple as lighting a candle and watching the flame flicker and then just being very very present with focusing on the candle and then notice if your mind kicks in and thoughts start to carry you away keep recognizing that and bringing your attention again back to the candle in vipassana meditation the technique that i learned um, when i went on my silent retreat it was very much about following the breath and focusing on different parts of the body and then eventually just focusing on the breath moving in and moving out then every time the mind would wander off you'd just come back to the breath the good thing about that is the breath you know is always there you're always breathing until you're not and then you know you've got other things to be focusing on so yeah there's lots of things that that you can do and just you know even simply being out in nature I mean this is for me something that I need to get back in my life more being in nature even if that's going to a local park and not taking anything that's going to distract you but just walking around a park and noticing everything looking at the flowers noticing the flowers that have come out noticing what's on the ground around your feet you know noticing even the people around you just becoming an observer of life around you in the present moment is a great meditation and the other thing i recommend is reframe the feeling so whatever feelings coming up in the body you can reframe this feeling and take the power back and be like, okay, I'm going to choose to do nothing today. I am going to choose to rest. I'm going to take my power back. And when you do that and you reframe, you're no longer playing victim to your thoughts. And the moment you start playing victim to your thoughts, you disempower yourself and then the mind will start spiraling. So just try and notice if your energy is starting to drop and take control the key is to feel better about what you're doing and whatever you're doing the doing remember it doesn't matter it's how you feel so focusing on your feeling first and if you're feeling off fix that first doing all these things i just spoke about reconnecting to the present moment being in nature all of those things if you haven't tried breath work if you haven't tried meditation if you haven't tried yoga you know it feels like everyone's doing it now there's a reason why it really does work and all of these tools that we have in practices can really help you get unstuck so if you're feeling stuck or uninspired deal with the feeling by using the tools 
And just know that actively doing nothing will always lead to inspiration for you wanting to do something. Actively doing nothing will, you sit there long enough and you'll wanna do something. (laughs) You sit there long enough in a state where you're not distracted or numbing yourself, where you're just being, where you're just sitting and inspiration will come. So I hope this episode has helped you to think about your own energy, how you can shift the energy. And yeah, I'll catch you next time. As we come to the end of another episode, I want to remind you that the only way to make your dream a reality is through consistent action. You have to keep showing up. And this is no easy task, which is why I'm here three times a week inspiring you to align with your purpose act with intention and start making shit happen. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe and spread the love. Share it with your friends and family. I'd really appreciate it. And if you have an idea you'd like me to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. Or if you're interested in my coaching, I'm currently offering one-on-one online sessions. You can drop me an email at lisahorgan at pm.me to book a free introductory session. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.